0: The Fade the Noise Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad, the big noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And the Major League Baseball season is nearly here. Thoughts of cold beer. Thoughts of hot dogs, mustard only. That's the only condiment that has a lot on a hot dog, you rat bastards. If you put that communist sauce on there, you are officially dead to me. And also organ music. That's what I was thinking about when i met at the ballpark. And I know a lot of ballparks out there are going to have 25% capacity. Some venues going to have larger capacity. Uh, but baseball right around the corner. Thursday is opening day. And I want to just kind of throw out, toss out a he- 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 heater here Lundy. Of one of the favorite futures that I have my eye on. And I know this guy is a favorite in the category but I still think there's some pretty good value there. Uh, I was looking at the NL Rookie of the Year odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, and Brian Hayes uh, likely going to be the starting third baseman for the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates uh, is plus three fifty to take home the hardware, and I think that's a really sound wager. Uh, in the condensed season last year, in twenty four games, guy raked three seventy six with a ridiculous four forty two OBP, had five homers in uh, ninety five plate appearances, eleven RBIs. Uh, he was an elite prospect in this organization a couple of years ago. Guys got you know just great bat a uh, plate discipline. Great bat speed, uh, fantastic exit velocity, and you know he was a guy that was largely considered to be, at his peak, a 25-15 contributor, maybe even a 30-home run guy. And you know, with the Buccos likely to be basement dwelling in the uh, NL Central, that he's got a really good shot to play every single day and pile up the numbers. So as long as the injury doesn't come a-biting at plus 350, I think that's a pretty good value there for Key Brian Hayes.
1: I like that one. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, they've got they always got the odds boost for you at DraftKings, right? So you feeling like going with the big name teams, Brad, because right now they've got an opening day odds boost for oh, you. If yeah, you think if you think the Yankees, the Cubs. And the Dodgers are all going to win on Opening Day. They've got it boosted to a plus two thirty. Little uh, ready-made parlay there for you. All they got to do is uh, win. New York's hosting uh, Toronto. You got the Cubs taking on the Bucks, as you just said, and then uh, the Dodgers will take on Colorado. Who, by the time oh. they throw first pitch, the Rockies may have traded away six or seven more guys,
0: <laughs> or they're going to be down like seven nil uh, to begin the Major League Baseball season. The Rockies are going to be uh, bunny hills <laughs> this season. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Well, I think that's a good call. I'll probably lock and load that. Why not? If you got my Cubs in there, sure. Because uh, I'm going to actually watch the game. It's the only team that I watch in Major League Baseball, and I still hate the Cardinals vehemently, uh, even though they have Nolan uh, Rest in peace, Rockies. On that note, if you want to get in on Major League Baseball, if you want to get in on the NBA, the NHL, or tonight's second slate of Elite Eight games, they do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and they're putting new customers in the center of the NCAA tournament action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win one hundred. It's that simple. Turning one dollar to one hundred dollars is one hundred to one odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning. One hundred dollars. All it takes is a one dollar bet. And that team winning their next game. There's no better way to put your College Hoops knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the College Hoops team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook Must be 21 or older Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana Or Pennsylvania residents only New customers only Restrictions apply See DraftKings.com Sportsbook For details Gambling problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER Or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT With that Let's get to this Taco Tuesday edition Of the Fade Five number 5. Alright, time to drop the puck and make some bucks with our good buddy here, Nate Lundy. Uh, Give me a recap, good sir, of how you performed yesterday and give me your first selection on the ice. All right, let's start off. Yesterday, we went one
1: and one. Pittsburgh took care of business for us and uh, if you recall, the second pick, I said, we're going with Minnesota. They're taking on San Jose. Well, Brad, this thing went to a shootout and I know you don't know a ton about hockey, but you know that the shootout, basically, it's kind of like Old school when you played volleyball and you had to win by two well the shootout just keeps going until (laughs) you finally get past the tie they had eight rounds in the shootout before San Jose finally won it. So we missed on that one because we had Minnesota on the money line, but that thing dragged on for the equivalent of like a college football game going into four overtimes uh, before San Jose finally put it away. (laughs) Uh, So let's uh, let's uh, pick ourselves up, dust off a 500 record from yesterday and move into today with the Washington Capitals taking on the New York Rangers. Now I've been kind of high on the Rangers over the course of the last couple of weeks. They've actually been playing pretty well. However, Washington is playing even better. Washington has won 14 out of their last 16 games. Um, They look much, much better. They they started off the season looking pretty slow, but their defense, believe it or not, is what is performing really well right now for the Caps. Despite how good they are on that top line, it really is their defense that's helping them out. And I am surprised to see them on the money line at only a minus 117. Now, full disclosure, that was about minus 110 when we got up this morning. But as of tape time, it's at 117, and I think that The Washington Capitals should be favored by more than that. As good as the Rangers have been playing, I think there's some recency bias going into this money line. So I'm going to jump on Alex O, the uh, Ovechkin-led caps on the money line at a minus 117.
0: Alex Ovechkin, one of the two hockey names I've actually heard of. Number four. All right, moving on. Let's get another pick in the NHL. Lock and load it, Lundy. All right, let's stick with it.
1: I know this one's kind of a a no-brainer to a certain extent because, Brad, you being from uh, the land of Lincoln, you know that the Blackhawks have been good historically, not so much this season. No, I know they're Uh, bad. I know they're really bad. The Blackhawks not doing very well this season. They are taking on the Carolina Hurricanes, who have been performing very well. Um, But I will tell you what, I am going to go ahead and roll with the chalk. I'm going to go with Carolina on this one, even though it is juiced up a bit. There's some times I don't like when I see it juiced up. But when I feel very confident about that juice, then I don't mind getting... giving that one up. Might even look to parlay these two together, but I think Carolina is going to be able to handle uh, Chicago with relative ease. Uh, So this one I feel very, very good about. Want to throw out two other random real quick bonus
0: time picks for you. Uh,
1: Keep an eye on the injury report between New Jersey and Boston tonight. The Devils are actually the underdog, but you've got uh, Marchand and also DeBrusque are both questionable for Boston. If those two guys don't go, you may want to jump on New Jersey on the plus money on the money line. And also, keep an eye on edmonton and montreal edmonton is playing the second night of a back-to-back but montreal has been on a covid break and couldn't even practice until yesterday so this could be one of those like we saw in college basketball brad where the first game back from montreal they got to shake loose the rust so yes edmonton's on a back-to-back but you may want to keep an eye on that line as we get close to game time because Montreal are going to be trying to shake off a whole lot of rust coming off of a long COVID
0: break. And when in doubt, always fade the Blackhawks. Number three. All right, let's move on to our MonkeyNightFight.com Monkey Night Fight player prop of the day presented by, oh, you guessed it, MonkeyNightFight.com. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house, more or less, over, under, and all your favorite player props. Points, rebounds, assists, fantasy points, they track it all at MonkeyNightFight.com. And as a new customer, you fire off that promo code F. TN Again, promo code F-T-N. And when you do, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an MKF in good time at MonkeyKnifeFight.com And a player that's not going to have an MKF in good time tonight is Michael... Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets right here in our backyard in the Rocky Mountain region, Lundy, going up against the 76ers, and I'm taking the under here on 15 and a half points. Look, MPJ uh, played just 27 minutes yesterday when Aaron Gordon made his Denver Nuggets debut, and I think he's going to be in that, you know, the 23 to 27-minute range with Gordon now in the mix, in the rotation for this franchise. Yes, he's been over this proposed total in nine of his last 10 games, but he did not go over yesterday, again, with Gordon on the floor, uh, and this is a terrible matchup. We know that the 76ers are one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, number two in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.04 three points per possession and they are the third worst matchup for a power forward according to the ftn daily advanced dvp tools. so you pulled all together i think 15 and a half points a little too rich for my blood and that's why i am taking the under so lundy feed or follow mpj under 15 and a half points against well, philly
1: is it a fade if I just want to stay away from this one altogether? Reason being uh, what you just said, I want to see how Michael Malone, as head coach of the Nuggets, decides to play with the player minute rotation here, yep. uh, now that Gordon is a part of the team. I, obviously, Michael Porter Jr., big part of this team, a big part of what they see as their core for the future, fantastic shooter, but Malone's got his work cut out here over these first few games coming out of the trade deadline to figure out exactly where Gordon fits in, what those minutes and rotation look like, so I think you're right that this 15 and a half is a little bit too high he's probably going to finish around 13 or 14 but this is also one that I probably would not normally be touching with a 10-foot pole because of the change in the roster so I'll follow you on the under and fade his points but I'm going to be watching what Denver does here pretty closely
0: oh I would uh, touch that with Bull Bull's pole London. number two all right, moving on. Let's go to Change college. Change the subject. <laughs> let's Change go to, the subject. Let's go to college basketball. It all comes back to Nuggets. It all kind of works together somehow. Uh, let's work at some of these Elite Eight matchups. And uh, I told you about Arkansas, man. You know, they, they – The double-digit deficit happened early in the game, though, and if you fired off of the live line yesterday, you probably made quite a few buckaroos. I got it at plus 18. They scurried, they scratched and clawed back. They made it a game, and then Baylor just pulled away late. Uh, But good times, a lot of good choices. Usually it's good times, bad choices uh, in my realm, but I love, love, love USC tonight, Lundy, and uh, they are catching nine at tape time. It's jostled. It's gone as low as eight and a half. Thank you. The cat against the Zags all the way up to nine and a half but it's nine presently in DraftKings Sportsbook and I still like it tremendously look, se is going to challenge this Bulldogs team because of the length, because of the athleticism, and because of the zone defense that Andy Enfield has implemented uh, Andy Enfield admitted, hey look we played 90% of the time man defense throughout the entire season with the exception of this NC tournament where they've gone you know more than 50% in the zone and It's been highly effective. Their last three games in this tournament, they've given up just a 32.1 field goal percentage to their opponents. They're going to have to slow this sucker down, apply the brakes, try to keep Gonzaga out of transition where they flourish typically. Uh, And you look at SC, they are number 234 in the country in adjusted tempo, so they are used to playing some of those games in the half-court setting, and they got to continue to drill threes uh, with Tajidi. Uh, Isaiah White, who was white hot in the last game. Uh, In fact, in SE's last seven contests, they're shooting 42.5% from downtown. Yes, the Zags have a number of NBA players on this team. Uh, They are the most efficient offense in the entire nation. They've been that way for much of the entire year. Uh, But I think Drew Timmy is going to have some problems in the interior, trying to shoot over the forest of the Mobley's and White and Drew Peterson who's also 6 foot 9 and in this zone I think is going to be highly effective. So, I think the Zags will win this thing, Lundy, but I think it's going to be by around 5 or 6 points as SC should be in this thing all the way to the bitter end. So, give me the Trojans and Andy Enfield, who is 10 and 0 against the spread all time in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to continue to ride that heater. Give me the Trojans plus 9, fade or follow. I will fade you, good (laughs) sir, and I will
1: roll with the Gonzaga Bulldogs to be able to cover this number. I I think this is going to be a spectacular game tonight. I cannot wait for this to tip off. You know how I am watching my hockey and all of that, but I will be dialed into the hardwood tonight because this game is going to be spectacular. I do think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be back and forth. I think we're going to see each team throw some haymakers from a defensive standpoint, but then I think we are going to see Gonzaga slowly but surely stretch this thing out. So, yes, I know it is a big number. Yes, I know all about Enfield. Yes, I know the fact that Gonzaga has won by double figures, what, 26 games in a row. Um, I think they're going to do it again, and I think they roll into the Final Four as many of us expected. So give me the Zags, and I will give up the points, kind sir.
0: Uh, well, at least there is a profit boost, so it could it's going to work out for one of us in, on this game, making some extra coin, but I'm going against Mark. Fuse Zags. Number one. All right, let's get to the nightcap here in the Elite Eight. And a game that tips off, and apologies to all of those individuals out east. Uh, This game tipping off at 9.57 local time out east, which is nuts. And that's also in Indy. Uh, So you're going to have to burn the midnight oil if you want to stay up for this one, uh, much like that Arkansas-Baylor game last night. I'm going to go with the left coast because it is the best coast, and I'm going to say UCLA covers the plus seven against the Michigan Wolverines. You look at UCLA, a team that is firing at all cylinders offensively here this month, 1.219 points per possession. They're generating a second chance close to 32% of the time. Been a little bit leaky in the interior defensively, giving up 53.6%, but they have been locked down in this NCAA tournament along the perimeter, only allowing 24.4% from downtown and shooting as a collective this month. 37.9% along the arc. And Michigan, they don't turn the ball over. UCLA doesn't either. Uh, And I think they're going to, you know, try to slow this game down, uh, try to, you know, execute their offense at peak efficiency. Those ball rotations are going to be critical along the perimeter, and UCLA rotating their bodies and extending along the perimeter is also going to be critical. So basically it comes out of this. If UCLA is going to pull this sucker off, they have got to go at the chest of Hunter Dickinson, get him in foul trouble because that can discombobulate, can disorient the this Michigan scheme, as it typically can flow through the big seven foot freshmen, they rotate and communicate and extend uh, those arms along the perimeter to prevent a Michigan barrage from three, which they're known to do and then also create some transition opportunities, which UCLA is fantastic in. I love Jaime Haquez's game. Johnny Juzang hopefully will not be in foul trouble this time around. Remember, he fouled out uh, before the extra session against Alabama. didn't matter. They still you know, raced away in that game, and Tiger Campbell has played exceptionally well, too. I think this game's going to be tight. I really do from start to finish. I think people are writing off UCLA and for not a good reason. So give me the Bruins, the fighting Mick Cronins, plus seven against Jawan Howard's Wolverines. Fade or follow?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, I'll follow, but I'm not going to Reluctantly. I'm going to follow, but I'm following really reluctantly because – Maybe it's the uh, you know the the pain of uh, of finally having Oregon State lose last night. I just feel like the Pac-12 is in trouble tonight, uh, and that after putting three teams into the Elite Eight, they will put a grand total of zero into the <laughs> into the Final Four. Um, but I will follow, but I will follow reluctantly. I was really impressed by what UCLA was able to do with Bama, um, especially defensively, especially out on the perimeter. Um, I, I just I was really impressed by that. I think the trick, as you just said, is Dickinson. If they can get him in foul trouble, if if they can get him with two in the foul column um, before the end of the first half, just so he's got to be a little bit tentative, a little bit concerned about putting himself in foul trouble or getting into the spotlight of the officials, um, I I could see that really playing in UCLA's favor. But otherwise, Dickinson is a beast, and I don't know if UCLA's got an answer for him other than just trying to bait him into some stupid fouls. So I will follow. I will follow reluctantly, and I'm probably stealing some of your thunder here, Brad, but I'd sure feel a lot better with an alt-line parlay right about now.
0: Oh, yeah. Look, uh, and you could certainly get that because I believe they still have, if you opt in, a three-lager. So if you wanted to alt-line uh, USC plus the points, you want to alt-line UCLA and add some additional points. I also like the under in this Michigan-UCLA game because I think Michigan's going to be able to control tempo and, and, again, keep a lot of those transition opportunities at bay, keep it more in the half-court setting. Uh, so maybe, you know, get a, an alt-line, alt-line, on that total and boost that up maybe from like 135 and a half to like 142 and a half and he got a nice little 3 legger that you get a 20% odds boost on so there you go uh just Ching. on the fly on the fly alt-line parlay that's what I'm good for <laughs> And that like is it. a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Chivos. Uh, And check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code EVANS, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. Drop us a rating and a review, which kindly really helps us out. And as always, until a hockey Hope day, fade or follow that It's up to you. Feed the noise.